Hello, and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. We're doing it live! I'm your other host, Sean. <laughs> We're not doing it live. Oh, that's true. We're winging it. <laughs> yes, because uh, this week we are not watching anything. We are talking about things that we have already watched. It's been over a year. I know. Oh my god, please don't go back and listen to like the first 10 episodes because I didn't know how to edit back then. So it sounds even worse than like three episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when you have almost 50 episodes. You realize that the old ones are just miles behind where you are currently. Yeah. It's just a problem. (laughs) So do we want to start with stats or personal opinion? Um, I'll put out a like, couple of basic stats. So currently we've put out 47 episodes. Uh, 26 of those episodes were live action. Uh, 20 of those uh, were animation. Uh, about nine of those animations were anime. And about three of the uh, live action shows we watched were tokusatsu. Nice. And we've watched... I feel like mostly mysteries. That's fair, I guess, because when we do our theme months, they tend to take up a lot of our episodes for the year. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just that we do, we like to do cops and we like to do a uh, horror and we like to do uh, serialized television and all of those have mysteries on some level. And, well, I would say most shows, except for maybe, like, the animated shows, have some sort of mystery just in general. Mm-hmm. I would say that, oh, I don't know, about, like, a third of those shows were, like, really, really good. <laughs> they were at least half passable. Okay, well, so I'm going to go with the stats that I compiled. I want you to guess, what do you think was our most given rating out sweet. of the out of the big five, which are savory, sour, sweet, bitter, and spicy? Sweet. Uh, yeah, that one is very obvious. Well, I've been doing every episode, too. I remember. I mean, I haven't things. re-listened to every episode. And by the way, yes. searching for these ratings is really difficult. <laughs> Because yeah. sometimes we rate them like halfway through the episode and sometimes we w- wait until like the very end where I'm like, oh shit, we forgot to give a rating. What do you want to rate it? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have like a real good like rhythm drilled down for that. <laughs> yeah, so some of them were, were a hassle, but I got all of the ratings. <laughs> I knew when you were going into it that it was going to be a hassle, but I decided not to say anything. <laughs> How many ratings do you think were, um, I put a C for contested, meaning that we didn't agree. And this does not include ones where we convinced the other person to come over to our side. This is ones where we ended the episode and went, I think this and you think that. I'm gonna do an extreme guess. Okay. Two. No. (laughs) Oh gosh, more than that, huh? Yeah. Uh, eight. Eight. Hey, that's not bad. Single yeah, digits. I think. I think out of nearly fifty episodes, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. That's well. I mean, you know, 
almost a fifth of the time, but. <laughs> but I think two people, even as, as close as our tastes align, are going to disagree sometimes. And they're usually like, mm -hmm. the disagreements usually go between savory and spicy or savory and sweet. Yeah, because we're talking about whether or not. Um, whether or not a show is universally good or. Whether we've got something standing in its way. Right. Like one main, like a, a problem big enough that we would rank it as not a, not up there in the top as sort of like a universal recommendable. Mm -hmm. uh, of of our 47 episodes, only two of the shows that we watched were picked by guests. That's true. Mm -hmm. Although a couple well, of them, one or two more might have been suggested by friends. Yeah, but... Um, as far as people who came on and talked about it, that was just RuPaul's Drag Race and The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was that was one. RuPaul's Drag Race fell into the category of we never technically scored it, so we just kind of put it into what I thought <laughs> the category I thought it fed into, which is fine. Um, <laughs> so you know, currently because uh, like things are like things are pretty even, we've both picked a totally even number of episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I was the first... Uh, you let me pick for the first episode, and last episode was your pick. And yeah, looking at the spreadsheet right now, it goes back and forth, Sean Kalina, the whole way down. Wow, I can't believe we're going into 2019, like, perfectly even. That's amazing. <laughs> Is it? Is it? We like just it. alternate. I mean, we alternate, but it's still kind of nice that, you know... It you, is you'd nice. you think that... Especially having missed weeks here and there, that it would have gotten off track at some point. Yeah, but it 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 feels clean. It feels complete. It feels appropriate to start the year out right like that, balanced. Yeah. Do you have a favorite or a least favorite episode or a favorite or least favorite show that we watched? Um. So, do you mean for the show or episode of the podcast? <laughs> Uh, I did technically just ask both. Okay. I was just wondering if one of either the best or the worst comes to mind. Well, if we're going into opinions, <laughs> um, uh, I am not going to go into my three favorite shows yet. Yeah, I, I'll I, save mine for later, too. Yeah, we'll do that later. Um, but as far as podcast episodes, my favorite one to record was The Sopranos. At least mm. in recent memory. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was it was nice having a guest. Um, uh, it definitely makes me want to less nervous to ask people to guest. Yeah, yeah. That was the Sopranos episode was the big plunge, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because out well, to someone who's not like one of our immediate friends. Right. And and for Everyone else, it was technically our second guest who wasn't an immediate friend, but for us, it was our first because we recorded it like a hell of a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was still really fun to record. My least favorite episode to record was... Um, uh, I'm going to go between Freakazoid because we just didn't have a lot to talk about. That's my least favorite episode that we've <laughs> recorded. Because we didn't have strong feelings about it, and there just wasn't a lot to talk about, so that one was kind of difficult. And the other one was Star versus the Forces of Evil. There was nothing mm. wrong with it. I was just very off that day, and 
if I had to do it over, I would have just put the episode out late rather than rushing to get it out on time. Hmm. Understandable. <laughs> I think that my... F- Let's get off of the negative and start talking about the so, positive. So your least favorite is also Freakazoid. Yes. My yeah, that one was weird. favorite episode that we've recorded, I think... Yeah, I think it's still... Because of like definitely of the early episodes, Black Mirror was the first episode where I was like, "Oh yeah, you were like, oh shit." Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, oh shit." It was just, <laughs> it was an ex- like we were talking like very deeply about the show, and it was, the, it was a very engaging experience. It was one of the most, uh, m- one of the more intense conversations that we recorded, just talking about a show. It it, it felt like. Yeah, because sometimes just like personally, uh, in like a personal lives, we'll have like these intense debates and I'll feel like I learned a lot. And that was the first episode that I felt like captured some yeah. of our, like our best conversations. I, I I think that's nice. And I think I would agree with that because that was definitely one where we came away from the show with a lot of to talk about. And then we, that was our first um, episode, I think that was nearly an hour and that was back when i was very strict about the episodes being 45 minutes Mm. and so i was like ah we're running so long (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it was just fun it was good and that was sci-fi september it was uh the first time we did a theme month i think yeah it was which you've gotten to enjoy um doing spooktober both years hell yeah we're gonna do spooktober every year don't worry yeah but sci-fi september and superhero september uh we're definitely probably without being able to like pick a favorite those were some of my favorite like strings episodes because like yeah superhero september was definitely a lot more fun than i was anticipating yeah, both of those theme months were filled to the brim with like fun conversation. Just some like great stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and we both have a lot of superhero opinions. Yeah, yeah. We're very opinionated, <laughs> so it made for some very good a podcasting. Hmm. Uh on a similar note, I'm gonna go back to my stats on what we rated things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you picked out Oh, I did a big tap there. <laughs> so you picked out what we rated, what rating we picked used the most, which was sweet. And that was 15 episodes. Ooh. Um, what rating do you think we used the least? This one's also easy. Bitter. Bitter was the least. How many do you think? I actually forgot one of these. Five? Three. Three. Even less than I thought. That's great. <laughs> And guess what else? What? I picked all of them. Well, you're more adventurous with what you pick. Uh, Most of the time when I pick a show, I'm trying to show you something that I like, or I'm excited to, like, try something for the first time. (laughs) It still feels like a very uh, bad stat (laughs) to be like, oh, this one thing, all of the shows that we hated so much, we gave it our worst rating, which is only three out of nearly 50 episodes, 50 shows. They were all me. Yeah, but you're the more adventurous picker. And if you weren't able able to go out on those limbs, then there's a bunch of shows that I'm excited about now 
that I never would have watched. <laughs> um, where do you Probably think the other? Neither of us would have ever watched. True. That's Hotel Beau Séjour was the one that I definitely picked without even looking at the description, basically. And it turned out you really liked that show. It turned out very good. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think the other three ratings lie in between those two, as far as how many times we've used them? Um, considering what kind of stuff we like to watch, uh, I think... So going up from least to use to most use, here's my guess. Bitter, then sour, then savory, then spicy, then sweet. All right. So least used was bitter, most used was sweet, savory, sour, and spicy were tied. Oh, they were all perfectly tied? Almost. Sour had ten, and savory and spicy had nine. Both. Oh, okay. So and that's just like, slightly off. They're basically tied, and that that was kind of funny to me. Which one had eleven again? Um, I mean, sour 10. had ten. And sour. then I thought we had fewer savory shows than that. I Man, was surprised. That's, I'm surprised too. Huh. How, okay. Savory is kind of like the best rating that we give something. So can we go over what shows that was and see like um, which if if we're, if we're like standing behind the decision of like those are some of the best shows we watched. That's true. I just need to pull up the episode list because I only wrote down episode numbers because I didn't want to take up a lot of space. Oh, you can give me the numbers. Oh. I have the numbers next to the number on my spreadsheet. Um, you want to hear something else kind of amazing? Yes. Um, I took these notes for like these stats and the shows I liked the most on the very last piece of paper in the notepad that I've been taking notes on since episode one. That's poetic. Isn't it? I love it. I think it's lovely. <laughs> it's a good way to, to, to round out the year. I think that this episode is going to go down as just like empirical evidence that you could bring in court to prove that the two of us are a pair of saps. <laughs> all right Just so the first show dorks. we gave a savory rating that one's easy which was the very first show we watched breaking bad breaking bad the next one was gargoyles ah only number five only number five the next one up was number 11 but oh, that Ghost one was in the shell standalone complex that one was contested yeah i i was um passionate you yeah you were basically firm on savory and i was like uh we didn't really get much plot in the first three episodes so i guess i'm just gonna go with what you say i think i was just maybe i was a little frustrated because i it's one of those things where it's like when you call it that someone's gonna like something i was invested that you were gonna like that show a lot yeah and i i didn't dislike it i just didn't have a lot of strong opinions on it i definitely think it's a show that you need to watch more of that's probably true. Um, the next one up was Hotel Beau Séjour. That one wasn't mm. contested, but I feel like it's kind of the flip side of Ghost in the Shell, where it was like one yeah. of us definitely liked it a lot more than the other. Yeah, I was more willing to question it, um, but I still think it's definitely uh, sort of like proof positive that, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and trying something like weird doesn't like it's not going to be bad just because you haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Um, it could be the, great. The next few actually surprised me when I realized we had rated these three savory. Uh-huh. Vision of Escaflone. Ooh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Well. Mm-hmm. And Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah. Well, because I thought Mindhunter would have been 
I I liked Mindhunter a lot, and I did watch more of it, but I didn't think we'd give it a savory. Well, we really liked it. That was one of the episodes we were most passionate talking about too, because yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine we really liked too, but for some reason I didn't think we gave it a savory either. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine, like this whole time since that episode, has just like been casually on for like a while now. Like we're not in any like rush to like binge it. It's definitely. Most of the shows I want to sit down and I want to focus, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show that I can actually relax to, which is a more common TV experience. Yeah. Um, the next one was Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, of course. And what do you think is the last thing we rated Savory? The most recent thing we rated Savory? <sighs> I, didn't, I didn't count The Sopranos since it was contested. I put it in the spicy category. Okay, so if it wasn't Sopranos, Channel Zero? No. Ah, shit. I was going to say skip Spooktober, but then I wasn't sure. Yeah, pretty much everything in Spooktober we put in Spicy, which definitely helps bump up that category. <laughs> yeah, bump it up a lot. Um, The last thing we rated, the most recent thing we rated, Savory, was... Transformers Beast Wars. Yeah! Beast Wars! <laughs> Damn! And I remember going into that episode going like, oh my god, this animation is gonna kill me. And then you liked it. And then you were like, because I listened to the part where we were giving the rating, and you like went so hard into like explaining why you wanted to give it a savory, and I was like, I was just gonna agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. It's good. <laughs> it's a good show. Anyway, I'm not going to go through everything else because you, you could just listen to our episodes for that. But I yeah. thought I thought that was interesting. That was way more than I expected and honestly more animation than I expected. Well, um you definitely pick more live action than animation. Mm-hmm. Uh I have like since like the start been paying attention to the balance of live action and animation because uh it, if you haven't picked up on this fact yet listener uh i i like i like them, them those cartoons <laughs> like and the uh, animations look they're disrespected the cartoons are disrespected just because they're cartoons and i believe in them and That's i think true. that they're I just feel like they're overlooked so often that ever since like the beginning of this podcast i've been thinking like I want an even number of like live action versus animation, which I know isn't necessarily like, yeah, it's doable. But like, uh, I know that like there, there's a lot more like interest, uh, wide in, in like live action shows, but I'm, I'm glad that we got close, you know, 26 live action to 20 animated part of my mission. Yeah. was keeping those things as even as I could get them. Yeah. Um, and and just to quickly go through bitter since there were only three of them. Oh yeah. Um, the one that I forgot that we had rated bitter was the killing because I just kind of entirely wiped it from my mind after we watched it. Just one of the most forgettable <laughs> shows. Just gone. <laughs> one of the most forgettable shows we've watched this whole time. That wins the award. Most forgettable show. Most forgettable. Um, Seven Deadly Sins, obviously. And what surprised me was the Big Mouth score was contested. Yeah. Because you wanted to rate it bitter. I think I ended up agreeing with you, but I wanted to rate it sour. <laughs> yeah, because you're a dumb. <laughs> well, because, and I think I still agree with my my uh, 
justifications of there were some genuine moments, but I mm. do agree with our final rating because I don't think they were good enough to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm being a little harsh there, but uh, definitely I, I, I stand by my choice. I understand that there might have been things in there that like A, were not for me and B, were like apparently like good enough for some people to really give a shit about this show mm-hmm. okay some specific people how many shows have you actually watched more of after this doesn't count if you've watched a bunch of it before we recorded the episode but um, at post watching the episode how many have you watched more of okay now it's a skewed statistic because most of the shows that i picked that you picked you liked were ones that I already liked and watched. So Yeah. Well, the the funny thing is, I couldn't put a lot of the shows that I picked specifically for you to watch that I already liked because I had finished them before we watched them for the podcast. So huh? So the shows that I had finished before we watched them for the podcast, I didn't count in the statistic. Oh. Only hmm. if I watched more after we recorded. Right. And I'll do the same. So Gosh. Mm. You don't have to tell me like each one, but just how many actually have you watched more of? Not a large number because I'm looking, I'm seeing ones that I had already watched. Like for mine, I watched all of Grimm before we recorded the podcast episode for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's not like I was, you know, if I was, if I rewatched any Grimm episodes, I wasn't really straining to do that because i had already watched them right so uh, but for example um i watched more rupaul's drag race because i was right. planning on doing that anyway but the episode you know even though we determined that it wasn't great <laughs> necessarily i still wanted to watch more mm, so i yeah, counted that in having watched more understandable i watched a lot of archie but that wasn't one of these that was a no my, that was just that's me my token making you watch show. terrible things um i'm counting it manually right now sorry but i'm at um i'm counting seven wow i'm counting seven also oh i bet they're all the same are are they well no probably not but um star trek the next generation we watch more of yeah brooklyn 99 we watched a lot more of yeah. Um, Castle Rock we watched more of, and I think the rest were just me. So three of the seven. So that's three down, Castle Rock. Um, so I watched more besides Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Castle Rock, and uh, what was the third one? The Next Generation. Uh, I, I watched more Mindhunter. Oh, I watched more Mindhunter also. Okay, so that's four <laughs> we have in common. So we just did that separately. We just did okay. it separately. <laughs> Um, and besides that, I think it was just like, uh, stuff that I had watched a a lot of, but never finished. So stuff like, you just like went ahead and finished it. Yes. Stuff like, um, like Amazon's, uh, ghost in the shell. And I forget the third thing. Ah, yeah. Um, I never watched more Amazons. Yeah. Even though I, I expressed, expressed a lot of interest in doing so. 
Even though it's the only widely available Kamen Rider in America, which is so weird. Because it's a weird offshoot season about being, like, edgy. Be- yeah, it was. it's not even, like, that Kamen Rider, but anyway. It's not even the real kids show for kids and young teens. <laughs> Um, I mentioned in an earlier episode that after we recorded our heroes, I just like went and watched like seven more episodes and I haven't watched any since. But yeah, it definitely you, counts. You had to get more of the beginning of it to see you were interested, but you needed more to confirm if you really wanted to like keep going yeah. through it or not. You had too many questions. Yeah. Well, I also needed to confirm that um, I because I think in the episode you had kind of told me that the plot was a little uh cyclical and that it like doesn't move forward a whole lot from episode to episode and at the end of episode three i was convinced it had to jump forward and it didn't right it's, <laughs> it's not the most well-paced yeah um which is why we gave it a sour rating anyway oh, hotel no. Beau Sejour, i just finished like two weeks after we had recorded that yeah, episode and that. we already know that um so neither of us watched more black mirror I well that's so funny. That's the funny thing is um I haven't watched like the most recent season of Black Mirror, but Black Mirror just put out their interactive episode called Bandersnatch like yesterday and everyone's oh, yeah. saying it's amazing and I'm going to go watch it like tomorrow. Oh man. Somehow like, the fucking guys behind uh Black Mirror tricked a bunch of TV critics into playing an FMV game. <laughs> Pretty much. So like, I and I didn't, I didn't not watch the last season because I wasn't interested. I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is definitely like, they just put out this fun episode that I'm, I'm like running to go watch. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be doing that in the near future. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to bring up Bandersnatch. I might, I might make you watch it with me after I watch it for the first time by myself. Do our let's play of it. <laughs> Check out our Twitch. No, that's a real thing. People are putting out Let's Plays of Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Um, I, I mean, it is basically a fucking FMV game, like I said. I mean, a- interactive TV show is just like, what mm. do they call them? Light novels? <laughs> Look, we played Until Dawn <laughs> and more than one David Cage game. But I mean, those were those were interactive in the way that like you control where people walk. This is more mm. interactive in like a choose your own adventure book. I know, I know. But it's <laughs> comparable, at least. Okay. Um, And so I also wrote down a little list of shows that I haven't watched more of, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to watch more Candle Cove and more Neo Yokio, because we literally only have three episodes of each of those to finish out the season. Yeah. And I Candle- was into both of them. Candle Cove is on my to-do list. Yeah, so we should do that. Um, more gargoyles since, since we recorded the episode, I've been wanting to watch more and I just haven't. Since we recorded the episode? That was over a year ago. (laughs) Um, How do you procrastinate on something for over a year? I know. I want to watch more X-Men and I don't know why. That's because X-Men, well, you know that you're going to enjoy the experience of watching it with me. Yeah. And I've, I've 
having a little bit of a, a resurgence into Marvel. I've been kind of down on it lately just because there are so many movies. There are just so many movies. There are just so many <laughs> movies. Um, you don't have to watch them all. <laughs> I know, but uh, I've just been kind of down on it and I, it's picking back up. So I think I'm going to be into watching the show again. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultraman I Orb. I want to watch more Orb. Yeah, Orb good. <laughs> Fucking guy. Shaped like a friend. <laughs> yeah, Guy is here with his stupid fucking harmonica. He's going to be a cowboy, <laughs> walk off into the sunset. You're a giant space dude. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut shut your face. And more Escaflone. Mm, absolutely. Um, what about you? Um, this is more like... Uh, so shows that I need to watch more of, um, besides Candle Cove... Um, I made a, a, a note for, uh, I need to finish Mindhunter because I watched, we watched like almost, cause we watched the first three episodes and then I almost immediately after watched halfway through it. And then a little bit later I watched two more episodes and now I just need to finish out the rest of it because oh, it's only wow. 10 episodes long. You, you watched more than I did. I only watched up until halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, the funny thing is that the very last episode I watched, which was episode seven, I think, Mm -hmm. I remember to me feeling like a standalone, like, detective story. (laughs) Yeah, because there's this whole thing, like, they go in, it all revolves around one case, and then at the very end, it leaves you on this, like, cliffhanger where, okay, like, most things are resolved, but you still have this, like, hanging mystery that's like, I know you're not gonna be covering that next episode, I can tell. Right, I so can tell like, that what? you are. What else I, is there? I can tell that you are cutting to credits at, <laughs> after that sentence because you're not planning on answering that question. And I was like, "What show am I watching?" <laughs> I thought I was watching a weird history. Yeah, it felt totally out of left field. Um, um, which I guess might be why I stopped there. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I kind of all of the shows that I watched more of. Um. I either finished or want to finish. Yeah, but uh, the other show that I want to watch more of, or rather I want to make myself watch more of, is I feel like I should watch Black Mirror. But I'm also put off of it. Like, I want to watch it and I want to, like, study it and, like, think about it. But I'm also, like, put off by it because it's like, her, her, here is my theoretical story on, like, what if technology was bad? (laughs) But I know Um, I need to be more tactful than that. Well, I think... Uh, so at the end of our podcast episode on Black Mirror, um, you had mentioned that you would be willing to watch the, my favorite episodes rather than just kind of indiscriminately watching all the seasons. Oh yeah, that would help. So maybe we should do that before we, before we get into Bandersnatch. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Why not? That, I know that the. A little more knowledge. I don't know if Bandersnatch will have any references, but I know that there's a little bit sometimes of continuity between episodes. Yeah, actually, as far as I know, most of the episodes are kind of standalone stories. But I have heard that in uh, a future season, they might be thinking about making part twos to some of the old episodes. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I would like that very much. If it was like, I mean, I can understand if, if theoretically putting myself in the shoes of a like writer. Yes. Looking back and being like. Here's some of our 
great episodes that people got talking about that now we have like time and technology has progressed and now we have new ideas about those concepts and we want to tell a further story about them like yeah. some other episodes like oh we didn't do this episode good enough or ah this one was great and now we have even more to talk like if they are confident about it because so far they have been like no we need to tell these specific stories and not just to do uh like serialization for serialization's sake mm-hmm. like i'm willing to believe that they probably m- would have a good story before they did that even though i don't know why i have this much faith in them yeah that's true but i mean all of their seasons are basically critically acclaimed um so i just like i don't know everyone worries about sequels because all sequels are worse than the original <laughs> and they don't want this to be the case here. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there was one that I preferred the sequel to, and now I can't remember. Oh. Do you have any, like, movie franchises you preferred the sequel to? I mean... Star besides... Wars? No, don't, don't bring Star Wars into it. No, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> okay. Um, besides, like... Besides, like, the obvious ones, like Terminator or Alien, I don't know. Yeah, um, mine actually, I just thought of it. It's the sequel to Lion King is very, <laughs> very good. It's not better than the first one, though, is it? I like it just as much. I don't think I've ever seen it. Deception, disgrace, evil yeah. as plain as the, scar, the scar on, on his, his face. face. Then you have seen it. I haven't seen it. That fucking two, <laughs> those, those lines of the song are just that pervasive on the internet as like <laughs> practically like a meme. And outrage. Yeah, back a little while Shame. ago. Shush. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, There's a lot of Disney movies I haven't watched in a long time. So I feel like at some point I need to have a marathon. <laughs> the uh, the next category that I was, that was a uh, opinion category Mm-hmm. Um, that I was actually kind of interested to think about were since in a lot of the episodes, we actually didn't do it in every episode, but in a lot of the episodes, we talk about whether or not we would recommend the show to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I put down the shows that I actually have recommended to people. Oh. <laughs> like in real life. If someone was like, hey, what's a good show? Or if I just like kind of went up to someone and said, hey, watch this. I don't know if I've done that, which feels like such a disservice, because there are definitely some shows in here that I should have found the time or place to recommend them to people. Yeah. Um. So six, I've actually recommended six of the shows we've watched. Um. Three of those are my top three favorite mm-hmm. shows we've watched on this podcast, so I'm not going to list them just yet. But what are the other three? Um. Boruto. <laughs> Really? You've recommended that people try Boruto? What I recommended you to it do that? to our friend who has recently dipped back into Naruto for the first time since, like, middle school. What, so you guys can commiserate over the, like, weirdness? I feel like she might actually like up? it. Really? I was like, you should watch Boruto. Hmm. Um, I wonder. I recommended my dad watch the Exorcist TV show because he really likes the Exorcist movie. It's, like, his favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. that's a very sensible decision um and my friends that i watched free with i told them to watch run with the wind yeah because i was yeah. like it's basically free but for running you'll love it <laughs> <laughs> maybe they will yeah 
Awesome. I have some thoughts. Continue. I'm like, what kinds of shows that we like the best? Because we we enjoy stuff like Sopranos, Breaking Bad, uh, Channel Zero, Mindhunter. Mm -hmm. So we like these like mature, adult, psychological, look at the cinnamon topography. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say... Um, both of us, when we talk about and think about our favorite shows, kind of tend to go for the lighter stuff. But as far as things that we've actually watched a lot of, we don't stray away from the darker things. Mm-mm. I think it's just like, maybe not as fun to talk about. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know why. Know. I don't know why we're like that. <laughs> <laughs> why are we like this? Why are we like this? Um, The... Uh, next trend that I noticed uh, was, uh, if you look at it, we like, but we tend not to rate super high. The like, the the power fantasy, the superheroes, the fantastical shows. We we like most of them, but we actually tend not to get like too super jazzed about them, especially if they are like very like straightforward. That's uh, true. If, if they have something. Like some angle to them, some twist, like Scooby-Doo is like weirdly like mature. The Beast Wars is technically about a bunch of gay robots <laughs> f- fucking shooting at each other with guns. Um, you know, Escaflone, you've got the like, the like n- knights and warfare and like. <sighs> yeah, well, all of I don't like- know what I'm saying here, but like what? X-Men mutants. uh like a ghost in the shell it, it, it is a organization authoritarian organization well okay uh, so uh, let's look at it this way i think rather than liking certain genres more than the other because i think we're both generally mm-hmm. pretty open to genres i'm i mean as far as i can tell with what we've already watched i don't think we've specifically avoided anything other than reality mm-hmm. shows um I think more than anything, we like a good mystery. <laughs> and that sounds <laughs> dumb, but not necessarily, you know, a mystery as in this story was crafted to be a mystery. Mm-hmm. Because uh, with the killing, like, that was definitely very bad. But we like it when there's, like, when we feel like there's depth to explore. Right. Where it's like, I don't have the whole story from episode one, and I'm excited to see if what I where I think it's going to go, it actually goes. Yeah, like there's potential here. What I see isn't necessarily what I get, and I'm interested in what th- they're w- going to show me. Right, and on on, you know, if you want to uh, go back to gargoyles, that still it seems kind of straightforward because it's a cartoon about some gargoyles that are living beings, but it kind of goes back to like there's that kind of antagonist that we're not sure how antagonisty he is because. He's kind of like low key about it, and right. we don't know what's up with you know the other gar- gargoyle that died and came back. Yeah, it wasn't just oh the evil betrayer or the evil wizard or uh, there's uh, Demora Demona. I don't remember. Well, the, the lady gargoyle who sh- it's a mystery what her intentions are too. Like it's complex, and you've got the like. The, the show was not afraid to spend an extended period of time 
uh, in like the ancient past of the gargoyles and then to fucking throw them into like New York. Like it cares about like setting up the like setting. Yeah. And so even things that kind of initially seem straightforward like that, if it has some extra depth, then we're just like super into it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's like, it could be that deep. <laughs> right. Well, and even like um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's not really mysterious. Right. But um, but when we, we've watched a lot, we've watched through almost two seasons now, or li- I can't remember if we finished season two yet. But, yeah, um, but. The characters have depth. Yeah. Like I've watched Monk, I've watched Psych, I've watched castle i've watched a bunch of crap and i've watched too many episodes of it brooklyn 99 the the characters feel less like characters and more like people because i feel like the continuity of them changing as people and like learning and growing in like a real way it makes me feel like the time i invested in it isn't wasted that the episodes aren't interchangeable mysteries but that they're right. all you you can't just go for you know, season three, episode five, and feel the same as season one, episode five. That's what we like. We like when it feels like our time isn't wasted, like like paying attention to the show matters. Yeah. Yeah. And in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you definitely get, like you said, the characters like changing and growing. Mm-hmm. And And I think another thing that I like in these sorts of shows is when you're not sure if the characters have made the right decision. Hmm. And I think all of these shows have that in one way or the other. Yeah. The characters are not perfect. They're flawed. Yeah. Um, Realistic. So it's nice. Mm -hmm. We we like it when we like it when a show is not shitty about any like (laughs) group of people. And it feels like it is reflecting reality as we understand it. Right. We don't want anything to be dumbed down. Even when that reality is fantastical. (laughs) all right do we want to get into faves yeah let's get into faves um i'm going to guess a favorite that we share what is a favorite we were just talking about it was it was it brooklyn 99 or was it gargoyles brooklyn 99 brooklyn 99 see the thing is actually I overlooked it because it was like, ah, yeah, well, of course I'm going to be watching that. Like, almost as if it was, like, too, like, rote to, like, it was too, like, assumed that I would like that to even put it on my list. Mm. So, I I don't know. I feel like that affords it some special status. Well, the the funny thing to me is I just picked my top three out of ones that I watched more of, because I guess it wouldn't make sense to pick out of ones I haven't watched more of, Mm -hmm. which really, really shortened the list because I've only watched seven shows that i hadn't watched previously yeah but you already shared some ones that you're excited to get back to eventually yeah but they're not my favorite because i haven't watched more of them Mm-hmm. you can't you don't feel like you can say that but yeah brooklyn 99 is definitely one of my favorites that we've watched hmm. you 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 say one now <laughs> if i i mean if i hold myself to the same standards as you then it's you don't have hard. to you can just pick out of all of them out of all of them? I just did that to make it easy on myself. Out of all of them, um, should I just do like a top three? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I mean, I'm not. they're not in order. I'm just saying them. Okay. 
a lot of this is predicated on I want to watch them with you. Mm-hmm. But my th- three are... Uh, well, just say one of them. Uh, Escaflone. Okay. Because it's got... It, it's got you hooked, and it's got giant robots, and it's got fantasy, and it's cool. Wait, so are you giving me your top three that you want to watch more of, or just your top three of everything we've watched? Of everything we've watched. Okay, cool. They happen to coincide. It happens to coincide. Um, So I started with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You said Escaflone. Um, The next one I'm going to say is Hotel Beau Sejour, because I just mm. like it a lot, and I still like it and if i if one of my friends was like hey let's watch the entirety of this show together i'd be like yep yeah well you weren't went into it not expecting anything you were intrigued and excited you followed up on it you finished watching the whole thing and you really liked it it didn't disappoint you and i think that i think it really helps that i had no expectations going in right you know, that it was kind of like a, a small show that no one's ever told me about, I've never heard about. I just kind of picked it on a whim. So then it it, it definitely really blows you away when you have no opinions whatsoever. Yeah, because it, it feels like finding a diamond in the rough. Right, because it's, I mean, it, it blows people away when something is under-talked. Like, if, if I went up to you and all you heard was like, Ender the Spider-Verse was terrible, it sucked, and then you went and saw it and it was amazing... I mean, that definitely blows you away, but the fact that people were talking about it primes you for something, whereas the fact that, like, I've never heard of this ever before. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It took me a second to get where you were going with that. Into the Spider-Verse, by the way, is very good. Yes, by the way, it's a fantastic movie. It is perfectly rated. It is perfectly got a good rating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, say another one uh ghost in the shell standalone complex that makes sense that's like just one of your favorite shows of all time isn't it it's a good show (laughs) i like it it's got a lot of complex things going on it's got a good balance between standalone and complex episodes (laughs) like there there are layers to it layers like onion yeah okay it's also just like a really pretty show You'll have to make me watch more of it, because that one actually didn't make it to my watch more list. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so I realized I'm going to need to push harder on that one. Um, And then the last one that is in my top three of favorites is Castle Rock. Mm. I think all three of these are very obvious. Uh-huh. I am predictable. You're not predictable. You're just honest. <laughs> and you're decisive. I liked Castle Rock a lot, and we finished it, um, and I really liked the ending, even though it definitely goes back to, I'm not sure this character made the right decision, but I really mm. enjoyed it, and it's definitely one that you think about, like Black Mirror. Yeah, might not have done the right thing, but they made a very interesting choice. They, they made a choice that made sense, whether or not it was the correct choice. They made is- a choice that had impact. Yeah, and so I really liked it, and I liked the ending, and I just liked mm-hmm. the construction of the whole thing, because none of it was like, I'm so confused, I don't know what's going on, but you also didn't know everything that was going on either. Yeah. And what about you? Um, Beast Wars! <laughs> 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 
It's good. You're also kind of predictable. I like the Transformers. They are very good. Um, you picked all animations and I picked all live actions for our top mm. three. It is almost as if we have certain predilections. Well, I I do. I like animations a lot. I do think I probably suffer from the stigma of animation. Unconsciously? Yeah, unconsciously. You just have like an unconscious bias of like, culturally, everyone thinks animation is for children, which is mm-hmm. why you hear those stories all the time of like, I took my kid to see Sausage Party because it looked like a cute animation and I have no reasoning abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just nightmare stories. But I mean, like, that's why you get stories like that, because our, our cultural bias is animation equals children. And I yeah. think I probably suffer from that somewhat, even though I like animation a lot and I do see a lot of merit in it. I'm just a fucking goon for those tunes. Um, and I think I think having you around definitely helps. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just... I care a lot and I want to push my agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Big animation pushes their agenda. I, I, I have to. I have to. If no one else is going to push this agenda, I will. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a franchise I really like. It's a absolutely absurd franchise it is. that has gotten us to, like, gotten me at least to, like, take seriously a bunch of d- dumb toys that transform between robots and <laughs> mostly vehicles, but sometimes animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and has gotten me to like really give a shit about the world and the characters and their archetypes uh, in a way that is um, absurd. And also it's uh, a-, a landmark uh, piece of work uh, in the field of like 3D animation, which is like really important to everybody right now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really easy to meme on Beast Wars because the premise is a little ridiculous and the animation by today's standards is subpar. Um but the storytelling is good and when it came out the animation was incredible and well it was the second animated TV show made by the same same by the same studio as the first. Right, but I mean uh, it is definitely a, a huge piece of animation history, and the storytelling doesn't suffer from time like a lot of, I would say, a lot of older TV shows, the storytelling okay. might suffer. You, you, wa- you want to see a show that uh, has a dated look and is also suffering from the vagaries of <laughs> time and being outdated, then we need to watch the first ever show that they did, Reboot. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to watch a show, an animated show, that you can really feel the era that it was created in, just watch Freakazoid. Have you... You've never seen Reboot. I know what the first show of 2019 is. Oh, God. Don't do this Reboot. (laughs) I have decided it. It is my pick next. Okay, well, then I'm going to say what my next pick is, and you're not going to like it. Are you making it something that I don't like because no, of but what? it is something that I was interested in watching. I just don't think you'll like it because it's not your cup of tea. But well, I what think if I I'll had, like it? If I had said a different choice, no, it would be the same. Well, well how would you have reacted <laughs> if it was like, ah, oh, Sean, you picked a great show for the first 
show turned 19 and now I'm going to make you watch this garbage. <laughs> well, mostly it's just like, I kind of wanted to watch this and now I can blame you for it. <laughs> but also, I think it's kind of fun to solidify our first two real episodes of 2019 right now. Yeah, well, let's watch Reboot and let's watch... Watch Reboot and I want to watch The Rookie and that's the new Nathan Fillion cop drama. <laughs> I have I no idea endure... what it's like or what it's really about other than he's like an old guy who is a new cop. Mm-hmm. We can talk about... I, I can At the very least, we won't run out of things to talk about because I can talk to you about Castle and Firefly and Halo. I love Nathan Fillion and I love cop dramas and this doesn't really look great but i'm excited nathan fellian has uh, a weird career he, he does of, it felt like he was following me around for a while back in the day you know what i think you have the weirdest career if your fan base is huge ass nerds and moms yes <laughs> you know what i mean that is a weird career that's his like that's his entire fan base is people who are the biggest nerds in the universe and like moms and grandmas yeah, because, uh, and like sometimes those two groups coincide. I'm not saying nerds can't be parents, but it's also weird because he doesn't have a like, he doesn't have like a a face as an actor. I what I mean is, and like he is beloved by nerds for being and portraying a like space captain who is like an actual big asshole. Mm-hmm. And he is beloved by moms for playing an adorable mystery-solving dad who's yeah, nice but, to his mom. Well, I, I, I will. Uh, we're can, kind of getting into other stuff now, but I will say that, like Nathan Fillion, he's not un. He's he has a little bit of a typecast, which is at least outwardly appearing kind of assholeish, whether or not he actually is one. Um, mm. but he definitely has like that weird range of lovable to moms and lovable to people who love asshole main characters <laughs> yeah we can talk more about the the bizarroness that is nathan fillion uh in two weeks yeah anyway well no in two weeks we're going to watch i already forget the show you said reboot <laughs> we're going i just my mind is filled with nathan fillion um, yeah, um <laughs> we're gonna go watch that, uh, reboot yeah, one thing that we haven't always done that I want to make more of an effort to do next year, and I hope that you will make an effort to do with me, uh, is to make sure that the show is available before we pick it. Before we pick it, fair enough. Make sure that it's available. Make sure it's available, and like comment on like where it's available to our audience. Okay, that makes sense. What if because when I'm we're not allowed to comment to where it's available because then we make it. Um, that doesn't matters. count as available that's true yeah so <laughs> yeah but like i don't think well, ultraman just, orb looking... was technically available in that case and i still had fun watching it what it was on crunchyroll it's online for was free it on by crunchyroll? Legitimate... yes that's i thought where we, we watched, watched it on it. like uh no. anime kiss or whatever no we watched on crunchyroll it was widely available but most of the shows that are on our like favorites list or at least that are on my These Are Good Shows list. Most of them are not are not easily available on a streaming service or something. Well, and, and the funny thing is, everything I watched more of was easily available because you don't want to go finding episodes for stuff that isn't. Right. That was one of our problems. Yeah. So I think that is fair. Um, but yeah. I already picked The Rookie, so whether or not it's easily available, we're going to watch it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always do this. You never check where to watch it before I'll, you pick I'll, it. I will make I will make a, a a a solemn promise to you that from now on I will check before I pick. Thank oh, you. Also, um, I am going to start in 2019 doing a thing that we did for like two episodes back in 2017 and then abandoned. I which forgot is, about this. Instead of ending the episode, just kind of saying bye when we feel like we're done, I'm going to uh, find a food quote or a TV quote and say it. I'm not going to do it this episode, um, but I just think it. those episodes that I listened to, I thought it was like a cute way to end the episode, and I want to do that again. Mm. Okay, so you have uh, two weeks to prepare uh a, your quotes. treasure trove of f- like a backlog of like food quotes and uh maybe you can find uh something that is also like a computer maybe something about like bites because uh in two weeks we're going to the world of 90s personal home computers and oh, good. looking at the inner lives of the programs who live on our computers <laughs> sounds great see you in two weeks for reboot bye, bye. Goodbye, 2018. Bye, 2018. See you next year. <laughs> no, we won't. Oh, we wait. won't see 2018 next year. He's dead. He's dying on us. He's oh, only God. got one day left. I'll see your baby next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bye. <laughs> <laughs>